So in order to be able to answer what is going on and which powers are at play, we have to ask ourselves first, what is power? And how does power express through me? And how, if I feel powerless, can I access more power? How can I increase my power? How can I get myself to the place of even believing that I have power? Because that is something that many of us question. Welcome back to our Wednesday Energy Talk. My name is Jona Brindes. I'm an energy coach, energy healer, and trainer. And these energy talks give us an opportunity to articulate these collective energetic weather conditions through listening and sharing. The aspects that I am discussing here with you, they are a reflection of the current collective conditions and therefore may help you maybe just like snippets that you pick up on or impulses that you get to give a better context to what you're experiencing as energetically sensitive and empath. So welcome back. Thank you for listening in. Today's topic is spiritual power. And you might ask yourself now why or how this relates to these current collective energy conditions. That is because we are experiencing high levels of confusion. We know, we can feel it, that something is coming. We know that something new is emerging. But instead of us feeling like, okay, I know where this is going. I have some kind of plan, some kind of strategy. I'm all, you know, ready for this. We feel more of a confusion and also a little bit of anxiousness with it. Because when we don't know what is going on, that's about the worst thing that can happen for our mind. It triggers the fear cloud. It traps us in our own ego's necessary function of providing something like a plan for whatever the next threat might be. And if we don't know what the threat is, then our mind can get seriously caught up in, you know, going through all scenarios, all what ifs, and so forth. The reason why I called this energy talk spiritual power is because if we know what the bigger picture is, and if we understand the powers that are at work, it may become easier for us to uh, perhaps just compartmentalize things. So in order to be able to answer what is going on and which powers are at play, we have to ask ourselves first, what is power? And how does power express through me? And how, if I feel powerless, can I access more power? How can I increase my power? How can I get myself to the place of even believing that I have power? Because that is something that many of us question. 
And lastly, the question that needs to be answered is, and this is where I would like to start, is whatever power we are thinking about, working with, feeling, sensing, is that a power that comes from within me or is that a power that comes from the outside? Is it external or internal? The reason why we need to start with that question is because, maybe you can answer this, what about external powers? Can we control external powers? You can't control external powers. That's the problem with external powers. Can you control internal powers? Well, that is a question that we want to answer here. But, Annette, you've typed something very important. You may be able to control how you feel about external powers. And in that moment, when you set out to do that, to try that, what are you doing? You are, in fact, internalizing a power. So this is one of the cool traits of our consciousness, guys. We can internalize a power. And unfortunately, there's also a little bit of a problem with how we see the world and how we see ourselves in it because you guys all know there's there are moments where you feel utterly small and powerless. And in those moments, we can also, that is also a trait of our consciousness, externalize a power. So let's go back to understanding what power is. We've just learned that whether or not we see a power as internal or external needs to be discerned. That is the big quest here. And ideally, we want to, in order to be able to be more in control of our own power, internalize whatever power we can internalize. The problem is, is that we are often not aware of how much we are actually externalizing and how much we internalize. Our ego tends to externalize. It sees everything as an external power and sees it as a threat. You have to respond to something that comes from the outside. That is probably the simplest way how I can describe what externalization is. Yeah, you see yourself as more or less confronted or exposed or even as a victim of some kind of outer force that, you know, in that forces you to respond. Yeah, and your ego's job is to keep you alive and that way you will constantly feel like, you know, someone who reacts to outer things and that cements, it deepens your externalization. We know from mindfulness that obviously meditating, calming your mind, calming your emotions, um, tuning into deep breathing, calming your nervous system, that that can help with that. Not really changing the events or the happenstances, but it can change how you feel and how you respond to things simply by slowing down time. If somebody asks me what I think about mindfulness, my simple answer is 
Mindfulness helps us to slow down our thoughts. And as we can slow down our thoughts, we can command them a little better. And as we can command our thoughts, we can command our emotions and our body a little better. And as we can do that, we can feel ourselves better. And as soon as we can feel ourselves better, we can also feel our needs, our wants, our values, our priorities better. And with it, our choices become better. They become more authentic, more congruent, more true to us, and therefore, life becomes more congruent, more authentic. It becomes easier. So this was basically the whole entire quest here that we are on, namely, how can we know ourselves better? How can we discern truths better? How can we make better choices? How can we better sort of walk the talk? And for that, to fully become internalized in us, we have to understand where power originates. And you guys answered this, external powers you can't control. Yeah, the weather is not in your control. Politics is not in your control. The money system is not in your control. What's going to happen in 100 years is not in your control. Therefore, all these bigger things need to be compartmentalized. You have to take them aside and say, okay, those are things that follow a certain rhythm, they follow a certain pattern, okay? And I am here at this very moment experiencing these outer powers at work, okay? My job is not to try to control those powers. You can. I mean, you know, some people, they are dictators, um, rulers, emperors, you know, in the course of history have tried to do that. Yeah. How did their attempts end? We already know that. Trying to control external powers always leads to resistance. Now, when it comes to trying to better control internal powers, we may run into resistance as well. Do you guys know why? Why is it or how does it come that when we try to take back our powers, that we often run into resistance? What is your experience? What kind of resistances have you experienced so far on your journey here as a conscious self? And try to think along those lines of internal and external, because there's a slight difference there between what we experience as resistance from within ourselves and what we experience as resistance coming in from the outside. Yes, Janet, so that's a biggie. There is a subconscious fear and anger, something that is not aware to us, that seems to, at times, work against us. Yeah? And we all know this yeah, with simple things like, you know, when you're on a diet or you want to change your, your exercise habits and you have the intention and you have the knowledge and you have the will and you have the motivation to go out and change something and oops! 
something happens. Yes, and you're like, ah, uh, not today, or I can't do it. You tell yourself that you can't do it because you don't have enough of something. You have a lack of something that is holding you back. Yes, you guys are good already. So, Sheila is saying, I feel caving in if it's internal. So you are reflecting on how to identify if it's internal or external, which is basically what we want to do on our journey. We want to find out what we're actually dealing with. That's why I'm sending you through this um, systematic journey here right now. Yeah, I don't just want to sit here and talk uh, new age and spiritual blah blah for you to repeat. I want you to go through the steps yourself and understand what it actually is that you're aligning yourself to. Annette is sharing an example for an internal resistance or another example for internal resistance could be about taking responsibility. That's a very deep reflection, Annette. Who would have thought? Right? I mean, doesn't the very desire to step into your power, to claim your powers, and to be able to control the powers that you can control come with some kind of responsibility? I mean, are you in the process of discovering that you have a schism there? A schism is when you have something in your own belief system and your own mindset that contradicts itself, yeah, which is a major source for internal resistances. Yes, and you are bringing in another really good point. Sometimes it's not so much about, you know, being afraid of taking responsibility, but it's about letting go of something else that you get out of not taking responsibility. Yes, what do we get out of not taking responsibility for feeling like a victim, for blaming it on to others or blaming it on to the weather or blaming it on to external powers. What, what, do, what do we get out of it? What does our, why does our ego like that? What's the payoff in that? Let's say you want to change something, but then you tell yourself, oh, you can't change it because, you know, it's the weather's fault or the politicians or your partners or... Um, because you don't have enough money or because you did blah blah because because what is the payoff in that Sheila sharing thinking that it feels safer how is that hi hey Sheila, Sheila. Uh, the, the that feeling of safer being what's kind of misleading obviously as we figure out that it it's the ego's payoff for staying the same um, and keeping things not trying something new or even moving when you feel like you should um, because it's scary to do something different or mm -hmm. you know it's what you know so safer so, in yeah, the sense of comfort zone yeah comfort zone exactly. also also kind of yeah. like lazier in a way too right because i mean if yeah. you have good reasons to not do something and not having to change something right then you know you don't need to feel bad about yourself you don't need to feel absolutely guilty. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's easier. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's easier. Yes. Very good. Mm-hmm. In a way. It's a bummer, <laughs> right? It's a bummer because it clearly is in contradiction with our, what we're convinced of, right? I mean, we're convinced. We know that it's better for us to, you know, let's say change or have a healthy diet, have a healthy exercise schedule, you know, do at least a little bit of mindfulness and stuff like that. We know all these things. It's not a lack of education, is it? And yet, though, it is so easy for us to fall into this trap. Now, you tell me when what Sheila just shared happens to you, and I'm sure it happens to you, it happens to me all the time. Where is the power aspect in this? Who is getting power? Who is having power in that moment? Who is in charge? Or what is in charge? The ego. All right. And maybe what stands behind that, right? So the ego isn't like a persona in us that is, you know, like demon or something forcing us to do something. The ego, as we all know, has a purpose. The ego creates a, an externalization of something. So even though when we talk about it right now, it is clear to us that it is us, you know, not clearly wanting to do it. But in that moment, we're convincing ourselves that it is some kind of external power. Yes, the ego's function is to keep us safe. So we are basically saying, oh, no, 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 no. Rule number one is to stay safe. And then, you know, the little ego administrators in our consciousness say, oh yeah, and changing your eating habits and changing your daily schedule, changing your excess, that creates a lot of turmoil. That creates a lot of blah that we have to deal with. That's not really safe. <laughs> right? You know, look at the rules and regulations here. You know, we have to fill out all these forms and all that, you know. No, no. That's not really safe. Okay. We have the right to give our ego that power. If we are aware of that is what we are choosing at that very moment, it's totally fine. I'm choosing to be lazy. I'm choosing to procrastinate, you know, to take care of my health next month. In that moment, you're making a conscious choice. You're not in an illusion about something. You are internalizing your power, as a matter of fact, even if you have to admit something to you that you don't like. But you are in charge. You are in charge. I choose to be a lazy ass. You have the right to do that. Okay? The problem that we're having with all of this is that we don't understand one major thing, and that is the ego is there to keep us safe. And what feels safe for our ego? Whatever is familiar to our ego. And many of you know that there is a big trap there because when you are used to unhealthiness, to toxicity, to continual trauma, to 
circumstances, relationships, or living situations that are not good for you. Your ego will trick you into believing that it is safer to stay where you're at than to get out. That's a bummer. Because the one thing that your ego is not in charge of is your happiness, your growth, your abundance, your true freedom. Which part of you do you think is in charge of that? What part of you has the power to say today or from now on or in this lifetime or whatever, I am making only choices or to the best of my ability that make my life more expansive, that bring more love, more happiness, more joy, more peace, more freedom into my life. Which part of you is in charge of that, guys? It clearly isn't your ego. Have you ever thought about that? So if it's not the ego that is in charge of our happiness and our growth, you know, we all know what it takes to grow. We have to step out of a comfort zone. So right there is... Logic, okay? If you want to grow, you can't give your ego power because your ego will resist it. Growth, expansion, more lovingness, more freedom, more truth, more joy, more peace. Those are spiritual goals, guys. And they come from your spiritual power. They come from your power to understand the meaning and the purpose of growth. Yeah, When we're younger, when we're kids, we grow because it's biologically code encoded in us, programmed in us to grow. We can't help it. We will start learning how to walk. We will start learning how to talk. And, you know, if we are... You know, raised in, in the, you know, a society that has the resources, we will learn how to read and write. We can't really prevent that from happening. We're not going to have a lot of resistance to it. But only to a certain point. Only to the point of, like, say, 1821. Okay? From then on, it's about self-expression. It's about bringing our own internalized power into the version of whom we want to experience this life. Yeah? Self-actualization. So if we are staying on the level of a human with a consciousness that just acts based on pre-programmed, you know, sort of biologically encoded growth processes, we fundamentally never become able to access our spiritual power. Because in order to have access to it, we need to want to experience it. We need to want to internalize it. And that impulse is also pre-programmed in us. But the choice to follow it 
not. And this, if you're asking me, if I had to define power in very simple terms, is the main point here. Power is the energy or, if you will, the, the field that makes the choices, that determines purpose, that determines context, that determines meaning, that determines outlook, that determines basically the greater goals. And the reason why I wanted to talk to you guys about this today is because when we are beginning to wanting to actualize something, we've got to be very, very clear about who's in charge, what power is making the choices here, what power is making, calling the shots. And there's a lot of energy that is coming up right now. Yeah, we can feel this. They are like impulses for our life force energy to do what? To step into self-actualization, self-mastery. And for that to grip, guys, and to not get pulled into your ego fear, you're going to have to step into recognizing, different word for internalizing, that you have power. And that when you choose these higher goals, that you are actually tapping into your inner higher power. The aspects that you then still have to resolve are aspects that also have to do with conditioned mindsets and beliefs, such as, do I even deserve, do I deserve to have higher power? Am I allowed to tap into that power? Am I allowed to co-create? When that comes up, you know that something is off here. Because from consciousness work, we know that when you have an impulse, all right, you having that impulse because your consciousness is ready to work with it. Okay, so y if you get an impulse to strive for higher goals in life, to wanting to have a purpose, a mission, yeah, to wanting to step into your power, to wanting to co-create your reality, then that means that you need a context for that. You need to know why, but not the way your ego likes to add causality because it's a good thing, because it makes me more money, because it makes me more friends, because people like me more or anything like that. No, that's externalized. Can you feel that? Because when that is the reason why you want something, it doesn't have anything to do with you. That's all just to get something from the outside. And that's how you know you're dealing with your ego stuff. So many people, sorry guys, I have a bunch of mosquitoes here. So many people keep asking me, well, how do I know this is coming from my true self, from my higher self, or from my ego? Well, it's, it's very simple. Feel into it. What does the, the, the thing that stands behind it, what you're promising yourself to get from it, what does that stand for? What, what is that aligned to? 
Yeah, what are you hoping to get out of it? That's fundamentally the simple question. And does that line up with what you truly want? With what you truly need? And does what you do and what you choose on a daily basis actually line up with what you want? And if you can detect a schism there, and I just want to let you know that we all have a schism there, yeah, so it's not about being perfect or not having the schism. It's about uncovering the schism, making that schism aware to us and working with it. Here's a good question that you can ask yourself. What does my ego do in order to make up for all the things that I want in life but I'm not getting? If you can answer that question for yourself, you can identify where you externalize your inner power. Your ego tries to compensate for all the things that you are not doing, that you're not choosing, that you're not getting based on your consciousness. And this is a little bit of, of a problem for those of us who strive for you know, higher vibration, higher consciousness. Yeah? Our intellect grows faster than you know, the rest of our system okay so we have all these goals and we intellectualize them yeah so mentally we are absolutely clear about what it is that we want but then we have a nervous system then we have emotions and then we have all these unconscious thoughts and beliefs that work against us so that's why consciousness work is often uncomfortable and that's why the ego doesn't like it that's why all you guys here that have been with me for years, yeah, and who are more and more interested in just uncovering, yeah, these windings and con jobs and self deceit that your ego is pulling on you because you already figured this out. You already know that that's how you break through all these unconscious cycles in you. You already know that that is the way. That is the path to internalizing your power, to claiming back your power. So let me summarize this for you. The more externalized our needs and wants are, the more we make our well-being depend on outer circumstances, energies, people, places. The more we make them responsible for whether or not we can accomplish something. The more we allow that to hold us back from claiming our power and self-actualizing. No matter sort of on what dimensional level that occurs. The more you are giving your power to your ego. The more you internalize your needs and your wants, the more you discern them, you verify them, the less susceptible you become to all those outer powers, projections, happenstances, weather conditions, and especially other people's reactions or approval or validation of you. And that is 
why the only focus for us when it comes to accessing higher power, our spiritual power to overcome our ego force, needs to happen through the internalization of our needs, our wants, our purpose, and our goals. And I said this a few weeks back. This may be a good model for you. Purposelessness leads to powerlessness. Because there is no impulse in there that could help you to overcome this ego force that we all are exposed to, that we, that we all have to contend dealing with. That impulse, guys, is coming in right now. Yeah, There is a spiritual meaning to these meteors and the, the iron ions that it brings to our planet. I don't want to go deeper into this. Some of you have heard me talk about this. So this is the time of waking up to your inner power again. Get out of your sleepness. Get out of that sleeping beauty checking out. Now is the time. All right? So where can I free myself more? How can I bring more joy, more happiness, more truth into my life? How can I make my life easier? That is what you need to go by as the purpose. And in that moment, you are stepping into your spiritual or higher power. Everything that has to do with um, God, divine, source, and so forth, uh, that we in our you know, ego mind see as above us, yeah, uh, is a, a different dimension of that. The mechanics that I just explained are the same, but the programs that are at work are different. So the programs that are at work when it comes to these you know, divine powers, these higher powers that are out in the, in the spiritual realm, okay, that has a lot to do with how you understand yourself as a human. And that is the next level. That is what we discussed here last week in the Phoenix Rising Energy Boost, which was a fantastic event, by the way. How we can step into seeing ourselves as an act of co-creator without running into our religious pre-programmed schisms. Yeah, because our religious pre-programmed mindsets tell us that God or the divine or, you know, whatever, however we name higher power stands outside of us. Yeah, it's fundamentally externalizing higher power. And once you reach a certain level of consciousness, you understand that that is basically misinformation. It does help, though, when a person is on a lower consciousness level, yeah, to provide hope and to provide courage for a person. Yeah, this is what we discussed when we talked about faith. So faith can help a person to tap into courage, all right? 
But at some point, this is the same with, you know, all these, these higher goals that we have. At some point, you're going to have to step up. You're going to have to step in. You're going to have to walk the talk. And in that moment, when you're ready to do that, when you're ready to self-actualize, you need to understand that you are a co-creator of reality, that you are working with divine power, with divine consciousness, with higher power. You are higher power in training. And if that is an impulse that reaches you right now, then you will also understand that the bigger purpose to all of this is a different one than from what your ego believes. Okay? So it's all about breaking through those pre-programmed um, mindsets and beliefs, yeah, and we have to do this step by step. These different dimensions of self and different dimensions of reality is something that you kind of have to build as a vocabulary, you have to train that. I hope that this information was useful for you. I hope that you could pick little snippets, yeah, for more in depth videos or specific topics. Visit my YouTube channel, visit my website. Yeah, and sign up for my email newsletter because there I list all the new podcasts and videos and articles that I produce on a weekly basis. Yeah, and uh, check my website for the ongoing courses, sessions, and workshops. One reminder, on Fridays we do the energy update, which is a little different from the energy talks there. I reflect directly on the upcoming energetic weather conditions with tips and um, with a little bit of energy awareness and energy coaching. All right. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for participating, for sharing, and for commenting. Please share the videos. Yeah, Let other people benefit from this. Do not be preoccupied with what you think they may think. Let them make up their own mind. Let them step into their own power. They have the right to decide that for themselves, you know. All right, guys, I love you, and I'll see you again on Friday.